Today's podcast episode is about time management and the productivity mindset. The goal of this podcast is that at the end, you know how to structure your daily routines and you know how to shape your habits better so that you can be more productive, you can have a better mindset, you can have that work-life balance we all think of and dream of but never actually attain. So hopefully at the end of this, we'll be one step closer to attaining that work-life balance. Be one step closer to being more productive, or at least as as productive as we want to be, and we must step one step closer to having better time management. Oh, welcome to For Her Empire podcast. I'm your host Abby Mwaoche, and in this podcast, we address the personal and the business issues that female entrepreneurs face in their day to day lives. My guest today is not just one woman, but two amazing women, and I am still like loving their website it's so awesome it's so beautiful i'm going to plug that in so you can check the website at the end of the at the end of this but our guest today is candace and lauren henry they are both the co-founders of arechius i really hope i pronounced that right and now i'm going to give it over to them so they can both introduce themselves individually and tell us a bit more about arechius then we jump straight into productivity time management and mindset over to you guys Thank you so much, Abby. We're so excited to be here with you. Yeah, thank you for having us. So as Abby mentioned, we're both sisters. And growing up, we were introduced to leadership and personal growth at a young age because our parents were really passionate about that and wanted us to start experiencing the same powerful um, impact that it had on their lives in our lives. And so that really inspired both of us to learn more about leadership and to start applying personal development strategies to our lives. And we both attended an international youth leadership training program for several years and became leadership trainers for young adults. And we were like, this is so incredible. It's having an amazing impact on our life. We wanna to continue to learn and study about this. So we went on to get our master's degrees in executive leadership. And now we teach courses as university professors in personal and organizational leadership. And through that, we started to see that there was a need for a younger voice to be able to bring this valuable information and insight to the next generation and to young professionals in a way that was really engaging and practical to them. And so that's kind of what inspired us to start our company, Aretios, where we work as success and influence strategists, training people how to uh, lead well and live their best life. Live your best life. I still like that phrase a lot. <laughs> Okay, so now I'll ask my question before we jump into the productivity and the time management stuff. Now, I have a brother. Uh, well, I have several siblings, but closer to my brother. And I cannot imagine like working with him or having a business with him for a long period of time without punching him in the face. So, how does that work out when you guys? You know, it works out really well. I know it's different for everyone, but we love it. We're, we say that we're like best friends, sisters, and, and business partners. So um, our skill sets kind of complement each other Definitely. nicely, and it uh -huh. makes a good team. <laughs> so like there's no points in which you're like, I cannot see your face right now. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> no. We try to work everything out, um, but we're pretty yeah. close, you know, and we definitely share a lot of the same uh, mindset on things. So that certainly yeah. helps us out a lot. Yeah, okay. Shall I like to be a better sister to my brother? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now the time management and uh, being more productive, having that work-life balance. Do you think, first of all, do you think work-life balance is actually attainable like, in a way? Is it possible? 
I would say perfect life balance is a myth. So we're always going to have some bit of imbalance in our life. And that comes from if you're going to put more focus towards something, that means you have to take away some focus from other areas in your life. But you don't want to be consistently out of balance for a long period of time, because then you'll start to neglect certain areas of your life. So it's more balancing where you're putting your focus and making sure that you're not missing in certain areas consistently. Okay. And so... Okay, so if the perfect work-life balance is not attainable and it's just very out there, like a realistic work-life balance, how can we get there? So I'd, I suggest that we start with building in um, the right habits into our everyday routines. And so there are four very small and simple habits that we can add to our daily routines that will actually help us to achieve more of that balance. And the right mindset. Exactly. And helping us to actually end up stressing less, which is a great thing. We all want to stress less and actually be able to achieve more. Yes. (laughs) And achieve more. And so the first habit that I would recommend is to build in gratitude into our morning routines. Gratitude really gives us the right lens through which we can view the rest of our day. Making sure we're thinking about the things that we do have helps us to see life through a more abundant mindset. And then the second thing I would recommend adding in is goals. And goals are things that we hear about all the time, right? I'm sure we'll yeah, like the smart goal, this goal, that goal. <laughs> yeah. And so having goals helps us to have a focus on where we're going. So it allows us to be more um, directed towards specific things instead of just kind of flailing around or like going through the day, just sort of responding to whatever happens. One of the things that we make a point to do with our goals is to, first of all, write them down. Studies show that if you write them down, you're 42% more likely to achieve them, but also making sure that we look at them every morning. This is something Candace and I do. We keep our goals in the forefront of our mind and our focus, and then that helps us to be more productive towards Mm -hmm. them. Also, we use affirmations, and that can help us to build self-confidence and affirm who we're becoming and where we're going. And then another, the fourth habit that we add in is reflection. And so that helps us to gain the wisdom from the everyday, because we all live busy lives, right? We've got a lot going on, And it's easy to just zoom through our experiences and not gain the wisdom. And it's the true leaders and the true wise ones who take a minute to reflect and to think. And then that helps us to gain the right mindset that helps us to not make the same mistakes again. Um, And therefore we can be more productive because we've learned from our experiences. Now I have two questions on the gratitude and the affirmations part. So like the gratitude, is this like, I'm just, I wake up one day and I start saying I'm grateful for this, or is it like that um, meditation, um, this meditation, I don't know what it's called, on gratitude that you breathe in, breathe out, I'm grateful for this, is that kind of stuff? Um, So it can be kind of however you choose it to be. It can be very simple. So something that I like to do is just jot down two or three things that I'm grateful for every morning. I just wake up and I can think, you know, wow, I'm, I'm grateful to have um, a healthy body. I'm grateful for the sunshine. I'm grateful for friends or family or the opportunity to have a business. Um, so it can just be something very simple. And that is something that if you want to add in um, breath work and meditation, you can certainly do that, but it doesn't have to be that way. It's whatever works for you and your schedule. But writing it down definitely helps me because I like to go back and see you know, sometimes if you're ever in sort of a, a funk, funk. Yeah. you can just go back and be like, wow, you know, I really do have a lot to be grateful for. Oh. And that just totally shifts your perspective. Yeah, I was about to ask how that would help me. Like you said, I'm grateful for something. But I guess if I'm having, I'm having like a rough patch, I can go back and see, 
have a crystal for this, then I have this going for me. It's not so bad. Now, the second thing is, is affirmation. Um, I, I had asked this um, to someone I had interviewed um, last year. And is affirmation sort of like a way of you escaping reality? <laughs> it's like you. So here's the deal. Our words have power you know our words actually create the world and what when we in which we live so the key is we want to declare and affirm the truth that we want our minds to work with so if we have negative self-talk and we continue to tell ourselves like oh i keep messing up i'm not getting this right all we're doing is affirming that and telling our mind that that's what's true and we don't want that to be true so instead we want to affirm like i am confident or i am a punctual person or i you know finish what I start and that helps to give our mind the right mental food to work on because our brains can only work with what we give it as far as input so when we affirm those positive affirmations of character truths that we want to exhibit in our lives it helps to shape our our direction of our life and our thoughts and our actions okay. uh, so now here is a scenario um, let's say a full entrepreneur who has been procrastinating on something and then the gratitude part, I see what I'm grateful for. I'm grateful to have friends around me, to have you know a computer to work with, I'm grateful to be alive and healthy. And then uh, I've set up a goal that I'm clearly not meeting since I'm procrastinating this so much. And then I'm, I'm putting out affirmations, you know, that I can do this. I'm, I'm going to create this. I'm trying to get that positive mindset. How would all of this um, sort of trickle down to me actually getting my act together and actually working on this stuff because the gratitude parts and setting goals i can just write all of that but like what's going to push me to actually take action on this Yes. So all of those, those four foundational habits, like you said, build that mindset foundation for us. And then to really get super practical, that's where we use things like time blocking and the sticky note strategy. Okay. So time blocking, if you're not familiar, is a strategy where it helps you to create protected blocks of time where you cut out all distractions and you're able to focus and then get into more of a flow state and experience more deep work. So a lot of people, they get distracted or they'll put something off like you were saying in this scenario where you just keep procrastinating it. But if you give yourself like, look, from 1 to 2.30, I am going to work on this. If you need to, put your phone in the drawer, turn it off, do whatever, whatever you have to do, like get rid of all distractions and then focus on that for that specific amount of time. And it's the same thing that happens when you're about to go on a vacation and suddenly you have a lot to do and you're able to get it done because you know you have to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> time blocking is it helps you to accelerate your productivity by cutting out distractions and getting into a focused workspace and then you're able to turn out better work faster um if if i do that the time block and the sticky notes and i know um, from nine o'clock to 1 p.m i have to do this from 2 30 to 5 30 i have to do this if i'm constantly on on a timer on a specific set time and I constantly have to like pump out and actually get stuff done. Um, wouldn't that in the long run lead to burnouts or at least a mental fatigue when it's 9, 9 a.m. and you're like, damn it, this again? <laughs> that happened? Well, the thing is, we don't always like block out the entire day. Sometimes it will be, we'll just have certain, maybe two 
time blocks within mm -hmm. the day. And that doesn't absorb the whole day, but it's when we have those most important tasks that need to be prioritized, that's when we want to almost, it's like schedule an appointment for yourself. You know, when you schedule a meeting to meet with someone else, you're there, you show up and during that meeting, you're all in. So yeah. if you have something that's so important that you've been putting off or you have to get done, it's like the same idea of like scheduling yourself a meeting and you get that done. Um, but one of the other really important things is rest. Yeah, I would say this is actually somewhat of a counterintuitive strategy to actually help you bring your best, bring your A game and, and help you to do your best work. And so um, I love that you mentioned, you know, sometimes it can lead to burnout because I think that's something that we as, especially as entrepreneurs can easily get into without realizing how far down the road we already are. Yeah. And so actually in order to do more, sometimes we actually need to do less. And I know that sounds really weird, but we need to do less of the things that drain us or less of the things that aren't really helping us move in the direction of our goals or becoming the person that we want to become or reaching certain aspects in our business. And so I think, especially in an entrepreneurial culture, you know, there's really that idea of like, you know, hustle harder and do more and keep grinding, right? Yes. In that, you know, we forget to make time to enjoy life. And that's where you build in a little bit more of that balance again. Um, rest and, you know, it doesn't have to be like literally taking a nap, but just doing a different activity, doing something that you enjoy. That's something that's going to refuel you and really empower you to show up and bring your best because you've been able to be poured back into. And so um, it's actually really interesting when you start studying rest, we're just both teaching on this in one of our um, college classes, but studies show that people who work five or six days a week instead of so straight seven days are actually more productive because they've made time to get re-energized and uh, refocused. So that way they're working um, better quality. at a better quality yeah, level of work instead of you know trying to do all of the things and then giving like Compromise half, yeah, half energy and half um, ability because they're just getting burned out and getting tired. So we have to build in that better life balance through sometimes taking a break. Okay. And now here's here's um, this scenario. Again, I guess to use a, a previous scenario, like I have a goal I want to achieve. Um, maybe my goal might be as simple as putting together a course or something for my business. And I have procrastinated over and over and over again. And I've sort of found several reasons around my procrastination. Like I don't have a good microphone. I don't have a good webcam. Uh, my voice is not good enough to record. I don't have the degree or I cannot realistically call myself an expert since I, I don't have a degree in the, or a document certificate in this stuff. So this is stuff that might be in a way understandable for why you are you're procrastinating so i've tried i've tried having a goal that i want to get this course out in say three months i've tried being grateful for things i'm, I'm grateful to have this business i'm grateful to have this idea i know the people out there who this could help them now i've tried the affirmations as well uh, i'm not so sure on the reflections part because when i reflect i can see i've done nothing yet <laughs> so that one is still pending and I've tried to time the time block and the sticky notes. I've tried time, I've tried the ponder, which when you do like time management, that always comes out first in recommendation. But I'm still not missing this goal. I, uh, or my my time my timeline was three months, but I've sort of dragged it all and it's been past three months. So now one, 
what other actionable tips can I do to get more productive? Setting a goal and, and having the time blocks, that helps. But if I don't get much done within, within those time blocks, then my three-month goal becomes unrealistic. So what can I do to actually meet this goal, actually sit down and get this stuff done? How can I be more productive, so to speak? I think one of the things that would be really great in this situation is to employ the use of accountability. So a lot of times it's easy for us to talk ourselves out of completing the goal that we want to do. Like you said, maybe you start telling yourself, you know, oh, I don't have the right equipment or I'm not good enough to do this or everybody else is already doing it. What do I have to bring? Yeah. And that's where you want to have someone else who can help remind you and step in because like you said, you do need to be using those affirmations and that will help to go down and fix those limiting beliefs because a lot of the times that is something that keeps us from moving forward when we're trying everything else maybe deep down inside we don't believe that we can do it and therefore it's not going to happen so we do need to address those limiting beliefs with things like taking time to reflect on that and and think about okay am i limiting myself and then starting to affirm the right things but then maybe getting someone else who can come alongside us and check in and say like hey i know your goal is this and i know you can do this um you know have you made this step and maybe someone to help you talk through, okay, let's break it down. And maybe three months is unrealistic, but let's just get this first few things done. Let's get the right mm -hmm. microphone, okay? Or let's pick yeah. a topic for your podcast, <laughs> you know, something like that. And you've got to just start small. Mm -hmm. And that's how you can take a really big goal and still make it attainable is if you break it down and sometimes you just got to reverse engineer it, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Make the big list and okay, I'm going to just block off that whole portion of the list right now and just zero in on these first three things. And that'll help you start to get that momentum. And then you'll see like, wow, I am following through. I am making progress. I can take the next one. And we can overwhelm ourselves by trying to achieve like the massive goal all at once. I know it's really easy for us even to just want to take on things that are too big too quickly. And we just have to take it back, scale it back down to just a few steps at a time. Now, now we've talked about what to do. What would you say we should not do in terms of like mindset or productivity or time management? Things you would not recommend at all. Um, I think a lot of people, like we mentioned, um, often don't give a lot of thought to their words. And I think that's a big area that it makes a huge difference and we don't focus enough on that. So I would really recommend watching our self-talk because a lot of people speak the things that they don't want into existence. So I definitely not recommend having people um, cutting themselves down or um, even talking negatively about other people. It just creates a world that we really don't want the results of. Uh, another thing that comes to mind is by making sure that we're not doing um, things that are just not valuable for our time. One of the things that's really easy to do is to get caught up in doing the urgent mm -hmm. things. So this is why we use the sticky note strategy because otherwise we end up kind of, it's the idea of like putting out fires all day long instead of doing what you actually want on your to-do list. Just yeah. something comes by and you're like, oh, I gotta do this, now I gotta do that. But that's why we use the sticky note strategy and you can use this on your phone, you can use a literal notepad or a sticky note. And when something else comes up, maybe it's an idea or somebody else you're working with says, hey, can you help me with this? You just write it down. That way you don't forget and you keep that sticky note and then you keep working on what you're doing. That way you don't lose your focus and lose everything that you needed to get done today. And then you can go in and prioritize the things that you need to do on that list instead of just doing everything that's urgent and missing all the important things. Yeah. 
how will you define urgent by the way <laughs> could you explain things that are technically kind of urgent like what what would you consider urgent what would you consider valuable I think it really depends on what your priorities are. You know, when you have those things in order and you say, you know, there are specific things I need to accomplish in my business or um, certain personal things that you need to accomplish. When you have those written out and you can clearly see this is where my focus needs to be, that can help you evaluate anything that comes up and you can say, is that in alignment with helping me get to where I need to be in these different areas? If not, can it wait? Usually things can wait. Um, sometimes like a text even. I see this all the time um, in my own life and also in the life <laughs> of our people um, that we work with is, you know, sometimes we think we have to respond immediately to a text message when we're in the middle of trying to do Focus another activity. Something. Exactly. And so that's something that might seem very urgent, but in reality, if wait a few hours. Yeah, if it's not something that you absolutely have to deal with, it can wait until you're finished and then you get better quality work overall. Yeah. Okay, so now, either of you ever had a time where you were so must be unproductive? Yeah, oh, certainly. I think we all experience that, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think we all, you know, we're all human. And that's something that we have to be willing to give ourselves grace on in any of these things. You know, as we're learning new um, ways of doing things to get better, it's a, going to be a process. You know, you're not going to get it perfectly uh, done every time and that's okay and if you give yourself grace then you're willing and able to grow through that and I mean there's been times when we've started to maybe tackle a new goal we were working on creating a course at one point and that was a lot of unknowns and so it can be easy to kind of get that analysis paralysis kind of like what you were saying with yeah. the podcast example of well I don't know how to do this and I'm not sure if we can do that and you just don't know where to start and then you kind of maybe just don't do anything at all yeah um, <laughs> So that's, that's where, you know, it helps to have someone who's been a few steps ahead of you, give you some guidance, like we were talking about, and some accountability. And then also doing that process of reverse engineering, like getting it out on paper, and then you can see clearly what you need to do, and then focus in on just a few next steps. Okay. Now, I know we mentioned earlier in the, in the introduction that you guys do leadership training. So now we're talking about um you are uh, what you as an individual can do for mindset or productivity or time management so what if you are managing someone else um what if you had hired like uh, a personal assistant or a virtual assistant and now you're managing them and you are not exactly the pinnacle of productivity but now <laughs> you have to manage someone how would you go about that why fixing your habits but still helping them get get more productive than you if possible I think that you have to um, start off with a plan. That's the biggest thing that has helped us, especially when you're looking at working with other people. You need to be intentional about how you're developing and growing and also not forgetting about how your team is developing and growing too. And so being uh, very intentional with a growth plan and figuring out, okay, what are some areas that I need to develop in order to be a better leader? And then having an open conversation with your team is a great thing to do, whether that is a virtual assistant, just saying, hey, how can I help you grow and develop in this role? I think that's something that not enough leaders ask that question of their teams. And it's really powerful because when you both get on the same page, you can both grow together and hold each other accountable. And that's really powerful. Okay, I, I don't know, just continue. 
I was going to say another thing that's really helpful is making sure that, like you, like Candace said, having that communication, but also helping that team member align their most productive tasks with their most productive hours. So yeah. maybe you work really well with those early morning meetings, and maybe they do their best work later on in the afternoon. So helping them see, okay, where am I most productive? And then make sure I maybe put time blocks in on those hours. That way I can do my focused best work on the things that really need the most attention at that time instead of scheduling meetings at that time um, or doing other, you know, ancillary tasks. That way they can really crank out their best work. Okay. Um, a question, I don't know if it's, um, if it's a question you want to hear. Maybe it would be like the word wording is wrong. I know everyone is all about productivity hack, time management hack, something hack. Now we've talked about that time blocking and the sticker notes. Any hacks you can give us? I think knowing the top three things that you need to get done for the day and prioritizing that into your calendar first is a very simple and perhaps common, but it works every time. Um, like we mentioned, it's so easy to get caught up in the day-to-day -day activities. You know, things come up and we're like, oh, I have to do this. And, oh, I have to remember, you know, to make sure to talk to this person or that person. And it's really easy to lose sight of the main things that you needed to get done that day. One of the stories we like to use to illustrate this point with our students and clients is the idea of a jar. And if you have big rocks and you've got sand, you've got water and pebbles and some gravel, all these things that you want to fit in this jar. The only way to get them all in there is if you put the big rocks in first. Then you can add in the gravel, the pebbles, the sand, and finally the water. But if you put the water in first and then the sand, you're never going to get all of that in there. And a lot of people, that's what we do with our schedules. We put all these things into our schedule and then we're like, oh yeah, I'll do that if I have time. Instead, we have to make time, mm -hmm. right? So we always tell our students and our clients, put the big rocks in first, because you and I, we make time for what matters to us. So if you say like, hey, you know, I really value this friend, but you never make time to hang out with them. Do you really value them? I don't know. I so guilty of that. <laughs> so it's same thing with like, is this, you know, is this podcast that you want to create a real priority for you? If it is, make time as in schedule that in first mm -hmm. don't wait for yeah if i have extra time on friday afternoon i'll work on it no 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 put it in first and then that's how you're going to be able to you know that's your life hack is put the big rocks in first and then you'll be able to see the progress you're looking for okay now i have two scenarios that i have actually technically been part of so the first scenario was that for a month i i, I did the time blocking i had a weekly planner um, i followed it like religiously i got everything done and then towards the end of the month i started like sleeping 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 to the point where i got like one thing a month done <laughs> i started not very focused and i just like fizzled out so how do i prevent that fizzling out I'm to say the last part. Like, how do I prevent like my productivity from oh. fizzling out? Yeah. I would go back to the idea of grace. Remember that we're going to go through different seasons of life. Sometimes where we're able to dedicate more focus to those things, and other times it is going to be more difficult. I mean, we certainly see that with our students. They have every intention of you know doing all of these things, both in school and having a social life and, you know, wanting to be a great family member or friend. And so sometimes you just have to have those times where it's going to be a little out of balance and maybe you can't be as productive in certain areas. But the real um, way to continue that focus is to just 
go back to, okay, this was a season, that's fine, but I'm not gonna stay here. You know, when we stay in one area, we don't end up kind of going back to the growth um, mindset as easily because we've adopted that this is where I'm going to be. I'm not going to do as much. So by saying, okay, it's a season, I'm not gonna stay here. I'm going to get back into my good routine, remind yourself of why that was so helpful and beneficial. And then you'll start to see, okay, it's the small things that build momentum again. And sooner or later, you're back into that productivity mindset. Also tracking your progress can really help you to stay motivated and want to keep moving forward because you can see, look, I've already made this much progress Mm -hmm. and I didn't come this far only to come this far, right? So you want to keep going and that can help you to stay in that routine and stay with that progress. Okay, shall keep that in mind. But the second scenario that I have been guilty of was I had added, and that happened to happen, I think, yesterday. The, the latest latest occurrence that was yesterday. So I had blocked out an hour to get something done on my calendar at around 6 p.m. roughly around this time yesterday. Then I checked my calendar and I was like, well, it's me. <laughs> I can do this later. <laughs> and then it's in my calendar. I had blocked that time, but I was like, it's me. I can get this done. But I still late up. Maybe at 11 p.m. I get it done and maybe do it before I sleep. Because it's um, it's the task is for me by me. It as as um as not serious as we cannot say seriously as if someone assigned that task to me or if I was monitoring someone else's task and I had to like call them and tell them get your ish together. But since I made the task and it's for me, I tend to like find a reason why I could do this later because as I made this as I blocked out this time yesterday. I could block out on that time tomorrow. It's it's me. I can do it whenever I want. So if you have that mindset, how do you actually commit to stuff and follow through with it? Sometimes that's where you want to put in accountability where there is someone else mm-hmm. who's going to check in on you if you need that to start building in that good habit. The other thing though is, is remembering to prioritize rest. Maybe if you feel like, you know what, I just don't feel like doing this. Have you been running yourself to you know, two into the ground, you know, maybe you've been burning the candle at both ends and that's why you're feeling that. Um, but another thing that always helps me is I like to, you know, pay now and play later. That's something that I've used all of my life. Even back when I was in school doing assignments, I would always think, you know what, I'm going to be able to enjoy my break or my fun activity or whatever, if it's relaxing or if it's hang out with friends so much more, if I don't have in the back of my head, oh, I still have to do that task, right? If yeah. you free yourself from that, then you can really go have fun and enjoy. So always think like, pay now, get it done, you know, do the work, and then you can play and you can really enjoy that instead of playing now and then having to pay a lot more later and your yeah. crunch time trying to get it done and it just gets harder uh, I, I think like a big part of this is you sort of being accountable to yourself and you holding yourself to some standards like okay i want to read this novel but i still gotta get this done so let's just get it done it's gonna suck let's <laughs> just get it done yeah and that goes back to the why of like why are you doing this if you're an entrepreneur like why are you building this business usually there's something that's beyond just yourself and that can help you push through i know for candace and i we always think about you know this isn't just for us to have a business it's for all these people that we want to help it's for these people who have goals and dreams that we want to help them become the best version of themselves and be able to help all the people that they're going to help by living out their purpose and so if we don't do these tasks then they aren't going to be able to be empowered to do their roles and live 
about their purpose. So then that makes it more than just you trying to stay accountable to you. You know, there's there's a bigger meaning behind yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. I, um, I just had a, a question that went into my head on mindset. I know the part of gratitude and affirmation directly ties into to mindset. So um, what happens if you're already at that point of burnout? You, you are already burnt out uh, and you you have a you have a goal you you do ordinarily would enjoy working on your business you do love it but you are just at that point where just even opening your social media and seeing your business is like ah but not right now so what if I'm already at the point of, of burnt out what can I do to get out of that point and to start working on my business even if that's all the stuff I need to get done but to at least start slowly what do I do? actually worked with a, a client like that. Yeah. So someone that we worked with was at that point, they had been burning the candle at both ends and they were like, I don't even know what to do anymore. And the best thing that we saw that was so helpful to them was actually making time again for that rest and stepping back and saying, okay, um, here's where I'm at taking an inventory because sometimes mm -hmm. we do have to say, okay, let's stop for a moment and look around. Like, what is my um current starting points and what are my responsibilities exactly. that i've agreed to right now and mm -hmm. get it all out clearly write it down i think that's the biggest thing you know sometimes we keep all of these things in our head or they're partially on this word document and over here in a note on our phone but get everything out on paper take a step back take inventory and say, okay, where where am I right now? And where do I wanna go from here? And then you can start putting in your priorities. Mm -hmm. And then that's gonna help you do what Candace talked about earlier. Of sometimes you've gotta do less in order to be able to do more. So that's where you have to start saying no to things. That way you can just build back in and have a balanced method of, of work and life and everything that you're doing. That way you're not missing those key areas that bring enjoyment to life and bring that rejuvenation. Because if we don't have those elements, that's where we end up in that burnout spot. Yeah, for this client, they actually had to say no to, they had overcommitted themselves basically. And oh, so they good. had to say no to a lot of things that were good. You know, they mm -hmm. were great things that they were involved in, but they had to say no for a season. They had to say, you know what, this is just, this is wonderful and I really wanna be involved. But for right now, until I'm able to actually give my best effort, I'm right. gonna have to step back for a little bit. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think sometimes, especially uh, as females, we feel like we have to always be helping everybody and do everything. We don't have to, you know, it's okay to step away from certain commitments and say, you know what, this is wonderful and I want to help you. And I, perhaps I will in the future, but for right now, until I'm able to give my best effort, I need to step back. And so getting that back in alignment, you know, that's where we build in a little bit more of that balance. It's never going to be perfect, but we're able to bring ourselves into a better balance of work and life demands by saying, okay, I have a lot of things that I want to do, but what are the most valuable things to me right now that are going to help me move forward and only focus in giving your best effort to those things um you had mentioned how we as entrepreneurs have this toxic hustle culture of, of sort of like you know you stop when you're dead like grind you should not be in line right now you should be working um and if you don't you're sort of lazy so apart from that very obviously toxic mindset that uh, you still see on Instagram even right now, even um, especially for female entrepreneurs' accounts, 
that are trying to empower you. But sometimes their deposit rates like I am not that now. So apart from that, what other um, what other advice or what other things have you seen online that you that you would you would tell you know people maybe not go about maybe not do this maybe take a pause right now like this looks fishy like what else would you would you discourage especially mindset wise i would say anything that seems very flashy and would say you know you can be successful overnight is definitely not the real thing and i'm sure you can attest to that <laughs> being a, an entrepreneur yourself but we've seen that too i mean it is all over social media it is yes. just you know i think that's part of life everybody wants that quick fix and that's not realistic and so it's not sustainable no either. and you'll set yourself up for a lot of disappointments if you really kind of um, internalize that and think that that's how it's going to be. It often takes a lot of hard work and a lot of dedication and time in order to build something that, as you mentioned, Lauren, is sustainable and will last for the long haul. And so you have to be willing to give yourself time uh, and put in the work that's necessary in order to build something strong. I think one of the things you can use to think about this is building a house. If you're building a small house, it's not going to take you very long to build the foundation and get that thing quick enough. Okay, but if you're building something that's really large and massive and it's going to serve a big purpose, it takes a lot longer to build. So think about that with your goals and dreams. Like if it's a quick goal, okay, yeah, that's maybe more practical to achieve it in a smaller amount of time. But we see people online, on social media, who've achieved these big things, but we compare our short little timeline and we don't see the whole backstory. We don't see all the years. Yeah. We don't see all the struggle that went in. And so we think, wow, I'm not there yet. So I'm not as good as them. And I didn't do it fast enough. But remember, if you're building something of significance, something of long-term impact, it's going to take time. And also you and I may not be ready yet for all the things that we want. Sometimes we have to go through a process of building character and maturing and gaining more experience or even gaining more connections and relationships with people that need to be a part of that journey. So I would say patience is more important than this like pushing, pushing, pushing for fast results and, and quick progress. Yeah. I've seen that online, especially in the in some Facebook groups. I just like I look at a post and I'm, and I look at your, your account and I'm like you've been in this business for seven years. She has not. I mean, not give her that advice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so easy to compare our journey to other yeah. people, and I think sometimes we don't mean to go down that negative pathway, but that's where it ends up. And so if we can catch ourselves. Um, especially as entrepreneurs, we can catch ourselves in the moment and say, you know what, they're on a wonderful journey for them and I'm doing the thing that's right for me. And if we support one another, if we encourage one another, we're both going to win. And that's more beneficial than looking at one another and being like, well, I wish I had their business or I wish I was farther along or I should be doing more. I should be better at this. That's not going to serve us well. And that's not going to help us be able to bring our best to our clients and the people that we truly want to help. So we have to be in that right mindset of looking for ways to support and encourage one another, because that's where opportunity comes from. That's how we can, you know, be able to connect one another to different opportunities or be able to share clients or look for ways to collaborate. That's more fun anyway, to do business that way when we work together. I actually wanted to ask uh, about, um, Envy, the the envious parts, especially as civil entrepreneurs, where 
we know logically that they can succeed and so can we. But what what do you tell an entrepreneur, especially a woman, who is at that point where logically she knows she's in the wrong, logically she knows this feeling doesn't make sense, but you still see a, a woman uh, succeeding uh, who, whose business is sort of similar to yours and you feel envious of their success and you feel in a way intimidated by their success even though you know logically you should not be sure i think you know it's sometimes it's just a natural thing we have to realize that you know everybody's going to feel those moments where you're like oh wow you know um <laughs> it's it's a human thing but we can't stay there and dwell on that because that's where we end up receiving the detrimental ends of that mindset because that actually ends up holding us back from doing the very thing that we want to be doing yeah it doesn't so, hurt them it no. only hurts us yeah and so we have to catch that and i think that's the biggest thing is just being cognizant of the thoughts that we have you know our life moves in the direction of our strongest thoughts and so if we continually find ourselves thinking about i wish i looked like that or i wish i had a business like that and how come it's not happening for me that keeps us from taking the right next steps that will help us get to that next level. So we have to catch those thoughts and say, no, I'm not going to dwell on that. I'm instead, what small step can I do to become better as me, to become better as uh, an individual, to become better as a business owner? What are the small things that I can do to grow and get better? Instead of looking at other people, put the focus back on yourself for a moment. And that's okay to do and say, yeah. okay, how can I get better? What little thing can I do to up-level my business? You know, sometimes we start comparing, but we don't realize that we can have people who kind of spur us on to go to the next level, to be better. We can learn, you know, instead of being comparative, we can say, oh, that works. That's really cool. I wonder yeah. if I can incorporate something like that that would be helpful to my business too. I think it's also important to own your uniqueness. Definitely. You know, while they may be doing something similar to you, no one can do it exactly like you can. And so there's going to be people out there that relate and resonate with you. And so there may be a lot of other options out there, but they relate to the way you say it and the way you share it. And so you want to reach out and kind, kind of focus on serving those people. They are out there. So don't worry if there's other people out there doing it. They're going to do it their way and they're going to find their people to serve. And there'll be people that are going to resonate with you and they'll see you as the one that they want to follow and they want to learn from. Yeah. Um, so I know you guys, apart from leadership skills, you, you also teach um, you know, personal growth. So now how would personal growth, um, how does that tie into mindset or productivity or time management? Well, I think, first of all, before we can lead anyone else, we have to be able to lead ourselves. And so one of the most important things in leading ourselves is being able to have those good habits, that foundation of being able to be productive, having the right mindset as an individual and as a leader, that way you can accomplish those goals and you're able to structure your life in a way that is effective. And once you've gotten that kind of built into your own life, then you're able to start expanding your influence and helping other people to do the same thing. Okay. So... If someone is listening to this and any of the scenarios I've listed, the procrastination, the burnout, you're comparing yourself to others, um, how, how would you help them you know, become better at this, become better at uh, time management, have a better mindset, to have, be better you know, at being more productive, actually working on your business instead of thinking about it and doing about it and then doing the bare minimum where you go, oh, it's hard. <laughs> How would you help them actually accomplish these goals, these 
this vision they have for their business? Sure. So we actually created something that they might benefit from called the daily. And this is a tool that walks you through those four power practices of gratitude, goals, affirmations, and reflection on a daily basis. And so you can actually check out, it's a guided journal. It's really fun. It's got monthly reflections. So you can go back and review what you've done over the last 30 days to kind of keep you motivated. Yeah. That's over at aretios.com slash the daily. Okay. I'm going to have that there. <laughs> And if you um, want to continue to grow and develop into the best version of yourself, that's something we are so passionate about helping people do. And so we created a free five-day challenge over at our website um, that we can have over at aretios.com slash best life. And what that will do is it'll help you to continue to develop those foundational habits and those skills in your life, especially if you've tried some of them before, like you were saying, Abby, and maybe you need to troubleshoot. We've got things built in to help you do exactly that and start living your best life and have more success, excitement, and meaning. Oh, so there's the journal and then there's the five-day challenge. Yes. Oh, exactly. Okay. That sounds nice. So um, I, if someone wanted to contact you directly, maybe speak to either of you directly, both of you, um, how would they go about it? Yeah, so on our website, you're able to reach out to us um, via the contact link that's got our social media and our email there. That way you can get in touch with us. Um, and we'd love to hear from you and be able to help in any way that we can. Okay, now my question as a sibling. What is the downside of working with your sibling? Downside? Um, I'd say that, you know, we know each other really well. And so sometimes that is a benefit and other times it makes it a little bit more interesting, I'll say. <laughs> but, at <laughs> but at the end of the day, I think it just really goes back to like, look, we both have the same desire to help people. Um, we may not always agree on absolutely everything, but we still know that like at the end of the day, we're sisters, we yeah. still love each other. We still are passionate about this business and helping one another um, to be able to bring our best to mm -hmm. the people that we wanna serve. And so if you remember that, then you can let go of the little things. But you know what? <laughs> We're still going to work together and have a lot of fun. Yeah, sure. I think you see that in any close relationship, you know people's greatest strengths, but you also know their greatest weaknesses and you know their hot buttons. And so it's, it's building that respect and that trust um, to yeah. be able to continue to create a, a positive relationship, one that's going to be uh, mutually beneficial and productive, especially if you're working on different projects together. And what advice would you have for someone who wants to start a business either with their sibling or with a business partner? What advice would you have for them? I would say make sure that you are very open and clear about all of your communication and really sit down and evaluate the idea together. I think the more that you can work together and be clear about what your ideas are, what your expectations are, and hear theirs as well, it will save you a lot of challenging moments or disagreements even because you're able to know exactly where each person stands. Okay. Um, practically, how does working with a business partner uh, work? So that you have your project, your goals, they have their project, their goals, and then there's like a middle ground somewhere? You know, I think it looks different for everyone. Um, for us, we sometimes, there's certain projects that we will delegate just depending on our strengths. 
um, other projects, we like to work on them together. So a lot of times when we create content, um, we want to do that together. That way, both of our minds can help to formulate whatever it is we want to share and teach. And then sometimes more of the tactical elements, whether that's like the web design or um, communication elements to our community, those sometimes get delegated between the two of us, depending on who's faster and better or enjoys um, the track more. Oh, okay. I guess that, that makes sense. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, so about to wrap up the, in the interview, but is there like a question that I, I've not asked about you, you, you think we should have asked that or maybe like some little nuggets that you want to share with us before we wrap up the interview? I'd say one of the biggest things to always keep in mind is excellence over perfection. You know, as we are working on our goals and as we are pursuing being more productive and having the right mindset, we're going to make mistakes and we're, we're not going to be perfect. And so if we try to set this unrealistic standard of perfection, we're going to fail every time and it's just going to keep us demotivated and maybe even burn out. But if we aim for excellence, giving your best to everything you do, you know, that's all you can expect, right? You want, yeah. if you give your best effort, then you've done your best and you can feel good and proud of that. And that's why, you know, one of the things we do that we mentioned is reflection, because then at the end of every day, no matter how it went, if you can gain something from that day, you can feel good about that. Whether you had an idea or you observed something helpful or there was a small win from the day, like that helps you to gain value from every moment. So I would say remembering to reflect it and see those moments of value and pursuing excellence over perfection. Ooh, a question just put into my head right now for the sticky notes. Do you guys have individual sticky notes and then a group sticky notes? Or, yeah, uh, ah, I was wondering that, like, for the task you want to do together or the task you're going to do separately, like, how do you, like, like I'm going to do this, she's going to do this, um, start to make sure that you're not doing what she's already doing. Right. Yeah, that's, that's the communication. Mm -hmm. So key. It's so, so important. That's the only way we get things done. Otherwise, we could end up double doing work. double work, and that's just not beneficial to either yeah. of us. And what tools do you guys use for sticking it? <laughs> We, um, so we use like old school paper for some of it. And then we have shared notes a lot. So then mm -hmm. we'll, that way we can both, you know, type on that. Um, or a shared Google doc is great. Cause we yeah. can both be working on and seeing, you know, each other's edits or additions. Oh. Yay. All my questions. <laughs> well, I had like a lot of questions to ask. Sorry. You just gets into my head. <laughs> That's great. Thanks yeah. for having us. Yeah, it was nice having you guys. I've learned so much on mindset. We've learned so much on motivation. Well, well especially in a way, because when you do the affirmation and the gratitude, you sort of get motivated. We've learned how to be more productive, the time blocks, and actually committing to it, which I don't work on personally, so that I actually get my stuff done after I put the time for it. We've learned a lot on time management. She, um, the book also touched up on What's really urgent? Is it something that I can do later? Is it a text coming in? Do I have to respond to that text immediately? Or can I come back and do it later? And uh, focusing on, on valuable stuff. We also talked about if you at a point where you do need rest, take the rest. If you're at the point where you feel like, I know I have to get this done, but I'm not in the right mental space for it. I just need some me time. Take it. There's nothing wrong with that. So this has been very information informative. I have learned a lot. I can be more productive and put these tips to practice. And then yeah. thank you for the two you know, goodies you've shared the daily. 
and the five-day challenge that's going to be in the description and probably somewhere in the video itself so people can actually look go to it uh it's been nice having you on bye bye, bye. bye. thanks so much thanks